This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about how to get started with guest blogging. So as I'm recording this episode, I've just finished my five-day publicity for pet businesses challenge and it was absolutely brilliant. So um, I wanted to, just before I go into the main part of the show, I wanted to just shout out basically to a couple of people who took action on the challenge. Some of this is related to guest blogging as well. Um, So because they were just absolutely brilliant, already seeing results from the challenge, which is fantastic. So the people I want to do a shout out for are Jo Nutkins. So Jo is a dog trainer over in Essex. She's already had some publicity from a pitch that she sent off on the challenge. So well done, Jo. Jo is a total star. She's had so much coverage, which is just amazing. Next up, there's Rachel Clare, who's a dog behaviourist. So Rachel did the challenge. We talked about collaboration loads on the challenge. Anyway, she went off and she did um, a guest, she did a post about Mud Daddy. Um, they're a company where they basically have like these portable dog washing machines. Anyway, she went and approached them and said, oh, I've written this post, I've written about your product. Um, would you be up for a collaboration? And they've said, yeah. And that means that she's going to be reaching their 40,000 social media followers. So that's a hell of a lot of people who are going to find out about about Rachel's business um, and really put her out there as an expert, as a dog behaviourist. So absolutely buzzing for Rachel. Then the complete star of the challenge who won the prize, which is um, a one-to-one with me, was Hayley Hales Bonnick. I think I pronounced that right. So Hayley is up in Brighton and she makes pet accessories. Um, And she started the challenge feeling a little bit stuck and overwhelmed and didn't know how to kind of come up with an idea around a business. But she worked really hard. And even when I was being probably being quite annoying and saying, oh, that's not going to work and throwing her ideas back at her, she just kept going. Anyway, we were were having a live one night and she was talking about her products. And I just had this proper light bulb moment um, because one of her products is like rainbow bandanas and um, bow ties. Anyway, basically said, oh my gosh, Hayley, you're in Brighton. We could, you could pitch a story around styling your dog for pride. So that's what she's done anyway. And she did so well. So massive well done to Hayley. Um, Then we had Dominique from Yorkshire Animal Therapy. Dominique worked so hard. Um, I've connected loads with Dominique on Twitter um, and on Instagram and she just worked really, really hard on her pitch. And again, she gained such a good understanding of why people will be interested in what she does in her therapy centre for animals. So that was great. And Dominique won a month in my membership. The other winner was Nadia Leguel. hope I pronounced that right. Um, She has got an app called Wagit and it's basically like... um, it's like a booking app for dogs, so they can book in at the groomers, they can book in at their favourite dog-friendly restaurant. It's really cool. Anyway, Nadia worked really hard in the challenge as well. I kept throwing her ideas back at her. She kept coming back, so she's also won um, a, she's won a month in the membership. Uh, we had Lisa Edwards, who's the Whippet Lady. She won a magazine subscription, so she came up with some great ideas about her her hotel, her doggy hotel basically, which is just for whippets and it's actually called just for whippets as well. So it was just a brilliant week. Loads of collaboration going on in the group. The other thing that happened as well is that Hayley Hales connected with um, Becky Baker, who has, she's the founder of Canine Nation. She's been on the podcast before. Now Becky has a campaign called Laws for Paws, which is going on at the moment. Um, and she's been, she's been obviously sharing the campaign. It's all about in, it's all about strengthening the law around dog theft, basically. And she's raising money for dog lost. Um, 
She's already been having t-shirts made um, as part of the campaign. So um, Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier has been making t-shirts, all no profit, um, all the proceeds go to Dog Lost. Um, and Hayley offered to make bandanas. So Hayley's now working with Becky on this campaign, really good collaboration. Um, so yeah, it was just an epic week. If you want to come along to the next challenge as well, if you're on the last one or if you've been on any of my challenges, do come back because you learn loads on the next one. Um, but if you if you would like to come and join me again, do um, do sign up for the September one. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to go and grab a place. It was really, really good. So I'm going to start waffling on about that now. Although what I have, what we do on the challenge is related to, um, is related to, you know, putting yourself forward as a guest um, for guest blogs as well. So I'm now going to go on to the main part of the episode. So why am I talking about guest blogging and so soon after the challenge? Well, the reason for this is because quite often people who've done the challenge won't feel quite ready to pitch to the media. And actually guest blogging or appearing on a podcast is a really great way to take that first step in putting yourself out there and getting published on other people's platforms. Um, so as I say, lots of people were focusing on raising the profile in the challenge and you can do this by guest blogging. So that's why I'm following the challenge up with this episode. Also, if blogging is something that you are thinking of working on over the next few months, um, do stay tuned because I do have a blogging program coming up um, in a few weeks. It's going to be happening in June. So I'll be talking about that more on next week's episode. Um, but if you're interested in finding out more, then you can just drop me a quick message. You can also come and find me in my free Facebook group as well, which is Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses, or just find me on social media. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on every platform. Okay, so let's talk about guest blogging. So if you're looking to boost the visibility of your pet business and you want to get known for the product or the service that you offer, then guest blogging is a really great way for you to do it. So by guest blogging, you're appearing on somebody else's platform, so you're reaching new people. So that's building your profile, raising your profile somewhere where people, you know, you might not have been known beforehand. So it's a really great way to expand your network, put your business in front of an entirely new audience. And in this podcast, I'm going to explain how to find guest blogging opportunities, what to blog about and how to get the most out of being featured. So first of all, let's start with what is guest blogging. So guest blogging is basically where you write content to be featured on another business or individual's platform. So usually this will appear as a guest post on their blog and it will usually include a short bio about you and your business. So it's telling their audience where they can go and find out more about you and what it is that you do. So the blog, the blog host gets really good content for their readers and you receive access to their audience. So that's the relationship that you have when you're guest blogging. So next up, you might want to be thinking, you might be thinking, how can guest blogging help my business? So a big part of blogging is building the know, like and trust factor for you as an individual and for your pet business. And we hear so much about that, don't we? About how we must be building the know, like and trust so people are more likely to buy from us or to, you know, turn into clients. Um, so appearing on a guest blog can really help position you as an authority in your industry or if your product is featured on a blog, then again, it's you reaching a different audience for your product. So personally, I do a lot of, I create a lot of content for other people where I will be featured on other people's blogs or podcasts or websites, I go into Facebook groups, I go and give talks because I want to get my name out there as somebody who helps pet businesses when it comes to publicity. And you can do the same. So I've been on blogs all over the world. I've been on um, Michaela from Pet Business Marketing's blog. 
I've been on Tori from Wear Wag Repeat, I've been on her podcast and blog. So I want to get my name out there as much as possible to so people know that I'm the person to go to for publicity for your pet business. If you're like a barking dog expert or if you're a cat groomer or a cat behaviorist or a, you know, you're, let's say you're a holistic groomer like Stephanie Zickman, she runs a holistic grooming academy, it's really important for her to be getting a name out there in as many places as possible. So because you're showing up in all these different places, it boosts your credibility because the person who is creating that content is recognizing you as an expert. And guest blogging can send more traffic to your website and your social media accounts. So let's say if you're researching something, let's say you're right, at the moment, I'm trying to make a reel. Gosh, I am just useless at Instagram. But anyway, I'm trying to make a reel and I'm going to go and find some guides on how to make a reel. Now, I'll probably, if I find something really helpful, I'll probably go and follow that person on social media. I'll probably go and have a look at other stuff that they've got on their website. So again, it's just helping deliver more traffic to your website and also to your social media accounts. Okay, so where do you get started and who can you approach and then go and offer a guest blog to? So what I would suggest that you do is look for businesses and bloggers who share a similar audience or whose audience might be interested in what it is that you have to say. So for example, I've worked with Dominic Hodgson, who's a pet business marketing expert. Now, his audience are going to be similar. They're going to be pet business owners who want to raise their profile. So me offering a guest blog to Dominic Hodgson about how to get publicity is going to be helpful to his audience. His audience is similar to mine. And then likewise, he's been on my podcast talking about marketing. So think about people who have got a similar audience and who are going to be interested in what it is that you've got to say. Now you can Find guest blogging opportunities. If you're really stuck, let's say you've never, let's say you've got a new business and you just do not know where to start, then have a look on Google for like guest blog post or submit a guest blog post um, for your industry and you'll find sites that will accept guest posts and that's a really good place to start. And then you could also just have a look at the accounts you follow, the people who you know, the people who might be on your, who might be following you on social media and just have a look. Maybe even put a post out saying, is anybody looking for any guest blogs so you can you know you can just put yourself out there and say you know I can blog about xyz I can blog about how to groom your dog I can blog about whatever it is that you offer you just put yourself out there and then people might come back and say yep I'd love you to blog about you know in during the challenge one of the ladies in fact there was a few ladies actually in there who are canine um, they're basically bereavement counsellors for when people have lost their dogs so for them being featured as a guest blogger on a product website where they offer you know memorial items for pets that's really really helpful because the memorial items for pets people are buying something to remember their pet and they might be looking for advice from a bereavement counselor so that's a really good collaboration between those two business owners because they know that they both have the same audience they have the same people who are coming to look at their products and services and it's going to be really helpful content as well so I know when I lost my dog Daisy I did speak to a bereavement I was really fortunate in the sense that I was actually interviewing a bereavement counsellor that week so I had some really you know really good advice really good support but you know it's really important that people understand that that help is out there so by, you know, if you're a bereavement counsellor and you're listening, by going and getting your, you know, putting out your message on lots of different, in lots of different places, that's really going to help pet owners and that's what it's all about, isn't it? So next, have a think about what kind of things you could cover in a guest blog. So if you're, let's say you found a blog or a website and you're really keen to go and work with them, 
I've covered this in a previous episode, but please, please spend a lot of time, or at least, you know, like a good half hour, having a good read through their content. Um, have a look at what they produce. I get loads of people, I've got a pet blog and I get loads of people sending me emails about that I've never, I don't know, that haven't found out what my name is. Sometimes they'll email me and say, how is Daisy? And she died three years ago and it's really obvious on my blog. Or they'll just email me about stuff that's completely irrelevant to my audience. And I even say on my blog, I don't accept guest blogs. But anyway, people will email me regardless. But if you're looking to guest blog for somebody, then please go and have a really good look at the content they produce and go and give them something really relevant. And also be thinking about what's in it for their readers, not about what's in it for you. So let's say if you're a, let's say you're an expert in separation anxiety. Ultimately, you want to get yourself out there and for people to know that they might, you know, they can come along and do your separation anxiety course or they can, you know, they can work with you or you can work with them on Zoom or however it is, you know, whatever your offer is. But if you just go to someone and say, can you tell your readers I'm a separation anxiety expert and they need to know about me? They're just going to think, well, no, you know, if you were approaching a journalist in that, in that instance and we have to look at people's content just as you would do any ordinary publisher, you know, if you're approaching a journalist or newspaper, they just turn around and say, no, you need to take out an advert. However, if you're a separation anxiety expert, you've got a book on it, like Julie Naismith, who I spoke to this week, and you approach a blog, uh, you approach a blogger or a website and you say, hi, I'm just getting in touch to see if you might be interested in um, a guest blog about separation anxiety and how pet owners can support their pets, um, you know, with tips and advice on how to prepare your dog for when you go back to work. That's really useful content. So they're much more likely to say yes than if you go there and say, hi, I'm a separation anxiety expert, I've got a book and I've got a course and please can you tell your readers about me? That's what that's the kind of pitch I get quite regularly and it just doesn't land. So think about what their, audi what their audience is going to be interested in, um, what's going to be helpful for them. So tips and how-to posts are really great content for guest blogs. They give the reader value and they boost your authority on the subject as well. So I've said the word authority probably about 20 times here. But again, we want you to be looking like the expert. We want you to be building your authority. That's what guest blogging is all about. So let's say if you're a dog walker and you're pitching to a groomer, then you might want to pitch something about accessories or products that can help you clean up your dog after a muddy walk because that would be relevant to a groomer. So while it's lovely for our dogs to go and get groomed and come out looking ship shape and shiny, we can't groom them after every muddy dog walk. But if you're a local dog walker and you provide a guide on how to clean up your dog after a muddy dog walk to a local groomer, that's really helpful content and you're reaching local dog owners in your area who take their dogs to that groomer's. Let's say if you're a canine massage therapist and you're pitching to a vet, you could explain the complementary benefits of massage with a step-by-step -step guide on how owners can try massage at home. So again, you're putting yourself out there as the expert, you're building your authority, you're building a relationship with that vet as well, so then when they need to refer any clients to a canine massage therapist, you're going to be front of mind. That's really important. So I know I will have talked about this on the podcast before, but I can't say it enough really important to be reaching, to be building those relationships with people, building relationships with local pet service or product providers. If you're going to, you know, I always hear people say, I want vets to refer me. I want, you know, my local vet won't refer people to me. It's really frustrating. And then I always think, well, actually, what have you given your local vet to make them, you know, to compel them to refer to you? If you can go and approach them and give them some really decent content for their website, maybe go and do a Facebook Live, whatever it is that you do, 
You start building a relationship, they begin to trust you, then that's how they refer you. They're not going to refer you if you haven't done anything to demonstrate why they should do that. So that canine massage therapist one is a really good example. If you want to build relationships with, with your local vets, offering to guest blog could be a really good way for you to do that. So next, have a think about how long a guest blog needs to be. So what I would tend to do is have a look at the content that they've already got on the website. So if they've got short and snappy content, it's only like 600 words, you know, write 600 words. Um, it's always a really good idea to ask for a word count from them as well. Like if I write for magazines, sometimes a word count could be 800 words, sometimes it could be 1,000, sometimes it could be 400 words. And it's really important that you stick to that word limit as well just out of respect for the person who runs the blog or the magazine, um, because then it just means they don't have to edit the article. So the answer to how long it should be is it depends. It depends on how long the content normally is and what they come back, um, you know, what they come back and ask you for. So if they write, you know, lengthy blog posts, 1500 words, then I would aim for that. Um, if they like short, fun list posts, um, you know, you would do, you would match their style and do a list. If they like really bold opinion pieces, brilliant. Go to them with some really bold, really bold opinion piece. So for example, I've just been on LinkedIn this morning just before recording this podcast and there's a social media expert called Alex McCann who I know. Um, I did his courses back in Manchester a few years ago and he's done this really great, um, really great blog, Seven Guaranteed Ways You Won't Improve Your Social Media Marketing. Now that's a strong opinion piece. So that's an example of you know something that you could pitch if you want, if you've got a really strong opinion on something. So next, you, let's say you've done your pitch, you've had it accepted, brilliant. You sent it off. It's on the website. You're really chuffed. You know you're going to get you're going to be getting some extra visibility, some extra publicity from somebody else, and it's the start of what I hope will be a really good relationship for you. How do you get the most from it? So the key thing is to share the blog everywhere, and you know share it as put it into your social media scheduler, put it into your, um, you know, keep a note of it when you're looking at awareness days, have a think of every single opportunity you can use to share that content. So, you know, when for the first week when it first goes out, every time you share it, you know, make sure that you tag the host, make sure that you say thank you to the host, um, make sure that you, you know, put a thank you on social media as well. People really just, people just appreciate a thank you. And the blogger or the, the website owner will probably put a lot of time and effort into, you know, putting their content out there. Even if you are doing a guest post, they're still going to have taken time to upload it, to put the pictures in, to format it, to think of the keywords, to share it on their own social media. So you um, sharing it and saying thank you, really, really important to do that. Um, so as I say, you know, the business that's featured you has shared you to their audience. So it's really, you know, good good manners for you to do the same also means that you might get invited back and it also means if they are being asked in future for an expert or you know somebody to talk about a particular topic they're going to remember you and you know the more times you share that piece of content the more eyeballs you will get on the content that you've worked really hard on so a couple of years ago i went on bella vasta's podcast and i was so chuffed like bella is this massive american um pet business expert so when she invited me on to talk about publicity I could not believe it I was so chuffed and I shared it so much I even wrote a blog post about what you would learn if you listen to the podcast I put it on all my social media channels um, and it, you know I was just absolutely over the moon and she was really lovely um, she was really chuffed that I'd gone to the trouble of you know creating loads of content around it so get the blog post out there or the podcast as well this 
this information is exactly the same for a podcast. Um, get it out there, share it as much as you can, invite people to comment. Um, you know, don't be shy about promoting it, don't be shy about shouting about it. Um, and then, yeah, finally, if the blog allows, um, make sure you include your name, website, and a short bio to go inside the blog as well. So I'm sure, like, I don't, I can't think of any bloggers or any websites that don't let you have a little bio. Um, or you know your own website and social media handles at the end of a post um, so yeah basically it means that, that that the people who've read the post will be able to go and find you and find out more information so again how often do you stumble across a podcast a piece of content and then or an interview and then go and check out the person who is sharing the expert knowledge or in the interview we do it all the time so this is why um, you know guesting is really really useful for you so Next up, I'm going to talk about, um, you know, what kind of impact guest blogging can have. So again, I've done, I'm walking the walk with this. I do a lot of guest content myself. Um, guest blogging will really boost your authority as an expert in whatever it is that you do. Um, the more visible you are, the more opportunities you're going to have to reach a wider audience. And if you're thinking about your keywords, for example, let's say you're a separation anxiety expert, when people are looking on Google, when people are searching for a separation anxiety expert and they keep seeing your name, they're going to keep coming to you. So the more guest blogging you do, the more opportunities you'll get. So like with myself, I want to be known as a pet business publicity expert. So that's why I have a lot of content, including this podcast, where I'm talking about my kind of key area and you can do exactly the same so if people are googling they're looking for your area of expertise they're going to keep seeing your name that's how it's going to work for you and that's how you know that's the impact that you're going to have the more you're being featured the more people know about you the more opportunities you have to sell your products and services it's boosting your visibility on google and it's also improving your own website because google's seeing that your website is being linked to on other people's websites and it's going to move you up the google rankings it's going to improve your domain authority as well and it's going to boost traffic because people click through the blog that you've been featured on and go to your website so so much to be gained so much impact that you can get from guest blogging so i hope that's inspired you to guest blog um, and the final thing I'm going to talk about, really important, is how to go about pitching as a guest blogger or a or pitching to a podcast. So podcasts work in the same way as a guest blog, it's just an audio version. So with every podcast episode I put out, I have a blog post that goes with it, and most podcasters do the same. So I have a written version of each podcast, which you'll see if you swipe up on the show notes from listening to this. So if you're going on to a podcast, you're also going to get the visibility in the same way as you would do as a guest blog. Now, I do have, if you're thinking of pitching to podcasts, I do have a complete episode on that, which you can go and listen to, and I'll link to in the show notes. So it's called How to Pitch Yourself as a Podcast Guest. So go and check that out if it's podcasts. But if it's blogs or podcasts, um, this is my advice about how to go about pitching. So again, I'm repeating myself, I know, but I can't say this enough. The content you produce needs to be a value and interest to their readers. So it's not about you, it's about their readers. That's what we've got to be thinking about when we're pitching. It's got to be what's in it for the reader and not what's in it for you. That's secondary. So really important that you tailor your pitch, you do your research and you find out about the person who you're reaching out to, just like you would do if you're approaching a journalist. Again, they are a publisher and they, you know, you know, they take great pride in what they put out there. Um, I would also do what I would suggest um, if you were approaching a journalist, I'd go and follow them on social media 
I would make yourself known, I would be commenting on their posts, I would be engaging, maybe sharing their content. That's going to put you in their good books and then when you're ready to pitch, you can go and send your pitch off. Um, always try and find the name of the person you're going to pitch to. Um, that's really important. Make sure that you get the name right um, and just make sure that you've kind of, you can demonstrate that you have taken the time to find out who they are, what they do, what their audience is interested in and that you've given them something that is going to be helpful to their audience and of value. So if you would like, um, I do actually have a full guide on how you can approach a blogger or a podcaster and I'll put it in the show notes for this episode. If you're listening on an app, just swipe up on your phone and you can go and get that guide. So it's basically like a PDF, tells you everything that you need to know, it gives you an outline of a pitch and then there's a couple of emails that come with it with some more tips on how to make sure that your pitch is successful. So if you want to go and grab that, it's a podcasting guide but it's exactly the same for, for blogging as well. So go and grab that, it's on the, um, on the there's a link at the bottom of this blog post um, and if you are listening on an app just swipe up on your app and this will take you to a link where you can go and download the pdf so thanks so much for tuning into this episode if you do pitch to a podcast or a blog and you get on there then do please let me know every friday in my free facebook group i have a sharing thread and that's where i ask people to share their publicity to share their wins so if you've been featured on a blog or a podcast that you've really been keen to get on come and share it in there. I'd love to see it. I'll put the link from my free Facebook group in the show notes for this episode as well. So if you're not there already, come and join me or go to Facebook and search for publicity tips for pet businesses and that will take you to the group. So thanks again for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.